So what's up? Um, not a whole. Ha- well, I'm. It's okay, shut the fuck up because your birthday is tomorrow and your four year anniversary is today. So something's the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about it. Actually, I should have mentioned this on on um the Wonder Yorks, the podcast we just recorded and one that's going to be coming out soon. Um, has already come. What out do you mean just recorded, Blair? We we recorded that like four days ago. <laughs> four seconds ago. Um, feels like yesterday. Um. Uh, you, yeah, because it's going to come out on my birthday. Which oh yeah, I'm I'm by the time this is out, I'm I'm a legal drinking aged adult. I'm going to send you a bottle of scotch. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I don't know what's going to happen because I live on a dry campus. Um, well, yeah, but you don't live on campus for another two months. No, I'm on campus right now. What? Yeah, I'm taking summer classes. Oh. Uh. Yeah. I thought you were doing like online classes. I no. knew you were doing summer class, but I thought they were like online. I am doing an online class, but I'm also not doing another online class. Well, Blair, you know what you do? Pirate's life, bitch. Smuggle that shit. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm going to do, but I don't know what like the, the, the consequences of it coming in the mail are going to be, you know? Oh, well, maybe I won't send it to you. I we'll find out. You know what? <laughs> the worst they can do is like, hey, someone so- sent you booze, and I'll be like, I don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> That, I don't. Who the fuck is that bitch? <laughs> I've never. I don't know her. <laughs> what? Lona Ro Ro Ro. I I can't even. I can't even pronounce it. Right, what yeah. is that? <laughs> mm. Exciting times. Exciting Ooh, I times. am feeling loose. I'm feeling flirty. I'm I mean, you just dirty. like slammed a beer. Well, I didn't slam it. I like drank it with dinner. <laughs> but yeah, I recommend it highly. New Belgium Citradelic. Yeah. Fucking good as shit. I love New Belgium. <laughs> like not to get like be- not to get like beer talky, but like I really New Belgium like my favorite one of my favorite breweries. Uh, yeah. Their uh, their amber ale fat tire is just really fucking good. This episode is sponsored by New Belgium. This episode sponsored by New Belgium and the Bye Bye Man now on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay. <laughs> they they paid us to, to they paid us to say the Bye Bye Man is a queer icon. So yeah. hey, Bye yeah. Bye Man loves the Bye Bye Man loves sucking dick. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't wait until October so we can do the Bye Bye Man. Are we? Blair, we have to. I guess we have to. <laughs> Why do you sound so unenthused about it? Because it's the bye-bye, man. <laughs> yeah, but Blair, you know what else is on our uh, our October list? Uh-huh. Hashtag horror, smiley, the covenant. Yeah. Oh. Hold on. Oh, I got we, a short list to... here. Okay, we'll talk about this when we get into the actual episode. Okay. Yeah, you want to make that now? Yeah. Episode. Cool. Episode and intro is over. Welcome to Fear Baiting, everyone. Welcome to Fear Baiting, everyone. It's your number one death is fucking coming to get you. So just fucking do the shit. Yeah. Podcast. Podcast. Um, I'm Blair. I'm Luna. And this is Fear Baiting, uh, yes. a horror movie podcast where we purport to talk about horror movies from the perspective of marginalized people, specifically both of us being queer women. Yeah. Uh, but really, we just kind of talk about... The, you like, know, it's like, it's the basest of queer discourse, which is basically shitposting. Listen. With our mouths. Death is gay. <laughs> death is gay. I mean, I think everyone knows that. Everyone knows that death is gay. Everyone knows that death is gay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so we we did watch a movie this week, but before we watch a movie, uh, we did have an absence last week, which we don't yeah, like. Yeah, we're to sorry do. about that. We but, uh, um, we 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 got we get one per year, and that's our for the that's ours for the year. Yeah, last um, year we our, took like three years to get Hellraiser out, and last week just. Our go- our guest Roy, who we'll be having on in the future, and this isn't to like call Roy out. This is just like audacity fucked us. Yeah, Roy exported the audio, and the audio just like got completely crunched and was unlistenable. I could have put out an episode, but it would have been completely like you would have turned it off within five. Yeah, minutes. It, it, yeah, just, it was bad. Yeah, but we'll- like, and we have we have had like some low quality audio before. 
but uh-uh. it was at least understandable. Yeah. <laughs> you could understand what was being communicated. You know, exactly. This, it, it was totally muncher crunched. Um, but we will, uh, but we will uh, have Roy on again. Um, yeah, Roy's definitely talk about. For- fi- we need to talk about Gremlins too at some point. Maybe um, we just talk about Gremlins. Maybe we just have Roy on for like one of our Christmas episodes. Yeah, to talk about Gremlins. I mean, we could have a double feature. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. But. So, uh, is there anything in the news with regards to? I mean, it's Pride things? Month. Hell yeah, Pride Month. Yeah. I just dabbed. <laughs> nice. nice, Luna. Did it Play. again. That's I'm showing my support for I'm showing my support for all the gay out there. Is dabbing like gay culture? Dabbing is now gay culture. <laughs> okay, Luna made dabbing gay culture. Fantastic. I did it. Um, she did that. Yeah. Um. Oh. So yeah, so it's Pride. It's started Pride Month. I don't know. Stuff. Yeah. Exciting. Um, Roche- for some reason, for some re- for some reason, Rochester Pro- Rochester Pride is like mid July. Oh, well, I guess summer generally is. I mean, June is considered Pride Month, but I think it's over the summer. I know Saint Cloud Pride happens at the beginning, at the end of August, but I think that's because this is a like college town, so like there's nobody here during the summer, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I turned twenty three in August. Wow, that's so old that means, as fuck. That means nobody likes me. Hey, I like you. No, it's the blue no, one too. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. I know. I- um, <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. Um, pop a molly and get jolly. <laughs> is, that, is that what you're doing, Brian? It's, look at popping a molly and getting jolly is gay culture. <laughs> gay culture is just smoking all the weed you can imagine. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> okay, brief sidebar because I did I did uh, read this thing that was like um, in like ancient like Greece or something like that. Um, it was like for like people with lesbian tendencies, even though this kind of a modernization of the concept um, would like exchange garlands of broccoli mm-hmm. to one another. <laughs> oh, because all, all lesbians were mountain goats back then; they would just eat it. Yeah, I mean, arguably all lesbians can be mountain goats today. Um, I mean, I've got horns, so... <laughs> so, and apparently I'm that also, I'm can... also incredibly proficient at climbing very steep surfaces. Yeah, no, everyone knows that about lesbians. Um, and apparently that trend continued into, like, the 50s. Um, so that's dope, and I just thought I would, like, enter that little part of, like, gay history. Can, can, we, can we bring that back? Like, I hate broccoli, though. Well, I mean... It sucks and it makes me gassy. I mean, you said it was lesbians, though, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I like girls. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm not like trying to like discredit them. I'm just like, is it okay for like? Mm, this is some. This is some. This is some it's LGBT some discourse. discourse. Is it? Yeah. Is it okay for bisexual women to exchange broccoli with other women in a in a gay way? Does it make it okay if if the if the bisexual woman is giving the broccoli to a lesbian? I, I mean. Wow. We're, yeah. we're really going there today. Yeah, but if, I mean, if we're taking the historical Greek thing, which is to say, not really a concept of lesbianism so much as a concept of two girls fucking, you know? I mean... True, true. Bring it back to the roots. Yeah, you know? <laughs> if, I mean, because the Greeks always had great opinions about homosexuality in general. Yeah. But I mean, um, historically, you know, there was no sort of, like, identity surrounding being gay and more of a... So, so everyone gets broccoli. Everyone gets broccoli. Um, two, if if two girls fuck in a forest, does someone get broccoli? Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> if two girls fuck in a forest, does someone get a disease? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. you are absolutely getting a getting a UTI if you fuck in a forest. Yeah. Don't fuck like, in a forest. Hey. Yeah, please don't. Or hey. at least put a, at least put a fuck tarp down. <laughs> Um, fear baiting PSA, don't fuck in a forest. Fear baiting PSA, buy the bye bye man, don't fuck in a forest. Yeah, okay. On Blu ray and DVD. Uh, we should talk about the movie. Yeah, so this week we I strong armed Blair out of her pick because I didn't want to watch a two and a half hour movie. 
we were going to watch Rosemary's Baby, but honestly, I'm so happy we watched this movie because we watched the third Final Destination movie, and it's fucking so much fun. And I needed this. This like Final Destination is uh, Final Destination is one of my favorite like franchises, uh-huh. even though I've only seen two of the movies in it. Yeah, like it's just like it's such stupid fun mm-hmm. that it's like I, I, I think three is one of the better ones. Like they're all pretty good in my opinion, but I think three is probably one of the best I feel, because it's like yeah. What's that? I feel like it has the best deaths. It's the funniest. Yeah, no, it's really fucking funny. Yeah. And, um, it's just, it's a series that, like, takes itself just seriously enough that it's, like, it's got some good, it's, it's scary, but it also doesn't take itself too seriously where it's not fun anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I feel like that was kind of a problem with, like, other franchises that made it to, like, 50, 50, like, movies, like Saw, for example. Like, I'm talking about, like, contemporary franchises. Like, not, yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna talk about, like, the Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street with any degree of competency because I just don't know those franchises. Yeah. But, like, Saw took itself way too seriously. And then, like, it couldn't play off the part in, like, the the most recent Saw where Jigsaw rides in on a tricycle. Like, that wasn't a joke. That was just, like, a thing that, that, they, that they did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, that was fucking funny shit, though. <laughs> but, um, like, the Final Destination movies, I'm just bummed that there hasn't been a, a, another one recently. Like, I, I'm really, like, the last one was, like, what, 2011, 2010? Yeah, Maybe? we need a new Final Destination. That's we what our nation need needs right now. Yeah. I mean, we need a lot of things, but Final Destination is number one on that list. Yeah, exactly. Um, William Bloodworth, uh, absent from this movie. Huh. You know, Tony Todd? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the guy who's, like, the kind of weird specter of death that's present in all the other ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... Yeah. Yeah, we don't really have any sort of personifying of death in this movie. Except for a dog. Yeah, and that's kind and, of... That, uh, even that is ex- especially vague. Yep, and a song by, um... Uh, hold on. I gotta look up who the song is by. Okay. Uh, and a song by the Vogues mm-hmm. is also personifies death. Yeah. Um, someone someone's following you, basically. Walking behind you. Yeah. Yeah. That song rips. I love that song. <laughs> I love that song so so much. Um oh, so so the the general conceit of this specific movie is mm-hmm. um a bunch of high schoolers dubiously. My god, they look like they're in their 30s. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I don't think Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I, I got to look up how old she was when this movie came out because she looks like Okay, one of the one of like the ditzy teenagers that you know who I'm talking about, right? One of the Disney yeah, teens? yeah, the Ashley and Ashlyn. Yeah, the the brunette looks like she's like 35 and has a sitcom that like airs right after the middle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, precisely. Um, um, let me just Google real quick. Uh, I like Mary Elizabeth Winston a lot. Like she is. I, I don't. I haven't seen too many things that she's been in. But was like, that the I protagonist? Seen... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I really liked her. I didn't know what she was in, but I've seen her face before, and I was like. Oh, and she was she was in Scott Pilgrim. Oh fuck yeah! And she's yeah, a she was Ramona. She's a completely competent actress, which is more no, yeah, than she's... you could probably say with about the rest of like any other cast of Final Destination. Yeah, she's uh she's uh, according to Wikipedia, she's best known for her screen queen roles in uh, this Black Christmas and uh, Death Proof, The Thing, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Oh, and oh, she was in Ten Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> Oh, fuck, yeah, she totally was. <laughs> dude, I remember... Yeah, dude. We have no, to do I, that movie at some point. I fucking yeah, love that movie. I, I, lo- I like the Mary Elizabeth... Win- I'm, I like Mary Elizabeth Winston a lot. And I, I don't think the Thing remake was very good, but, I mean, she's a really fucking good actress. Yeah. Also, she's pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, no, she's... She's... She's 32. Yeah? Pretty good, pretty young. Yeah. Uh, so, Final Destination 3 was in 06... So, 11 years ago, she was 21. Okay, so she wasn't that far out of high school. I mean, yeah, they looked like they were, like, late college-aged people, you know? They didn't yeah. look like they were about to graduate high school and except go to for, college. Except for maybe, like, the younger sister of the main character. I don't know, dubiously. She she could have passed as, like, a sophomore at college, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah, I just... <laughs> um so so they're at a carnival for like their their their, their grad like the the senior party essentially. Yeah. Um and there's this big roller coaster. 
Well, first of all, our protagonist, I don't remember her fucking name. Wendy. Wendy. It's Wendy. Um, Wendy is taking pictures of everyone for the yearbooks. Um, that That is important later. Um, so the beginning is pr- sort of a montage of this into the roller coaster, which is so fucking dramatically, like... It's so fucking campy. And, like, this movie did not get very good reviews. I just think the people who are watching it don't know what the fuck they were watching. Yeah, they didn't know what to expect. Um, Yeah, it looks like the fucking euthanasia coaster. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's it's an art piece. I don't remember who it's by. Let me do some quick Googling. But it's an art piece. um, Like, it's like a... um, like perspective sort of thing, like a, a way to like kill people in a way that's like exciting. I guess yeah. not like exciting. Um, it's like um, euphoric. Yeah, euphoric. Uh, in this was, moment, I am euphoric, not because of some puny god, but because I am enlightened. Yeah. Um, it was designed by. Uh, oh my god, I'm not going to be able to pr- pronounce this. Uh, hold on, let me take a stab at it. Well, uh, hold on, we'll do it at the same time. Uh, Asia roller coaster. Let me just find the guy's name. Uh, designed by. Okay, you want to just run at it at the same time? Sure. Three, two, one. Julianus Urbonus. Julianus Urbonus. <laughs> That's a fucking banger of a name, though. It is. It's a lot of name. Um, it's it's one of my favorite like cons- like art pieces. Yeah, it's. It reminds me of that. Um, you remember that like short film from a couple of years ago of like that like thing that's like fucked up amusement park rides. Yes, no, that's, exactly. What the fuck was that called? I don't know, but I love it so much. It's like it's it's like not creep not not supposed to be creepy, but there's something so uncanny. I think about I think it. there is. I think it was intended with that though. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, it's good. Uh, um, yeah, because it's like dramatic twists and turns and shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. And it looks like something that would kill you, and I think it's called like the devil's something. Uh, um, the devil's nads. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, I the mean, devil's, there's a devil's huge, flight. Devil's flight. Th- there's a huge statue of a devil with a, apparently huge dicks in a ball that we don't see. Yeah. Thanks, movie. Totally. I mean, just like, let I mean me we see people just, burning alive, but we can't see like like ceramic can't. devil cock. You know? We do, and it's at this point that we meet uh, the, possibly the least likable character of the tw- of the aughts in film oh. history. Oh, you're talking about Frank, M- Mr. Frankie Cheeks. Yeah, he he is he is bald. He wears a newsboy cap. He has a video camera on him at all times. He is uh, he graduated two years ago at least. Uh huh. And he still sticks around the high schoolers because he's a fucking pervo. Uh huh. And he keeps trying to uh, convince the ditzy blonde, the ditzy girls to uh, like take, like show their boobs for him. Yeah. And there's a couple of quotes. Uh, one of which I wrote. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Flash me those sweet, sweet titties when we go through that loop. I mean, who? <laughs> I, he I also mean, he guess. also has like he also has a keychain of one of those ladies that's on mud flap. Oh yeah. And he like tongue, he like tongues it. That sucks. <laughs> yep. Okay, so we get to the title. The title crawl um, is over, like, a scary-ass Zoltar machine. Like, that's what it is. It's Zoltar, but, like, scary. Yeah. And when Zoltar is already scary enough as is, because Zoltar has the power to bend time within its hands... Yeah. Um, that's a that's saying a lot, if this is mm-hmm. a scary Zoltar machine. So we meet our protagonist, Wendy, who is photographing... Phot- photograph... Wow. No, you got it for... Photography. Okay, thanks, Blair. So she's photographing everyone for the Yar book committee. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and she's like not doing, getting on any of the rides. Like she takes a picture of the of like the big burly footballman uh, smacking the uh, the fucking strength test where he like hits the hammer and hits the and it like goes up and ding hits the gong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like she's videoing. She's taking pictures of everything. Like the the, the two ditzy girls. Like, doing the fucking squirt the hose in the clown's mouth. And that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie, because it's, like, this really ominous shot of the water being squirted into, like, the plastic clown face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, like, there's, like, like, really kind of ominous music, and it's just, like, water is going into this clown's mouth. And that's, that's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, um so, so, it, it basically, like... She, she, if you, I mean, if you've watched any fucking Final Destination movie, it pretty much follows the same formula. Um, the protagonist has, like, a premonition about all this, like, 
horrible death shit that's gonna happen. Yep. Yep. Uh, we get to see everyone die in really gruesome details as they're like climbing up this like um 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 roller coaster which fails in like a sort of Rube Goldberg sort of way. Yep, she explicitly um, she when when she snaps out of the vision, she explicitly shouts, "The hydraulics will fail," which is like a much more coherent sentence than I could ever string together, like in my normal day to day. Let alone after I've had a horribly traumatic vision of everyone I around me dying, including this myself. This is an extremely competent horror movie protagonist. Yeah, no, she's like she's like everyone who's complaining about. Um, why didn't you just not go in the hell? Like Mary Elizabeth Winstead is just like on top of her shit. Yeah, exactly. Um. She she doesn't yeah she has a moment of denial about the whole thing but then she's like actually I'm yeah why risk it you know <laughs> yeah um so uh fucking there's one thing there's a very small thing that I, we skipped over but I wanted to just go back because there was a really shitty six flags uh, anal- six flags guy analog in this movie for a couple of seconds was there yeah there was like a guy who's kind of like <sighs> if you described Snoop Dogg to a person. Uh-huh. And then they, like, they, they they drew someone like that. Like, this is what the guy looked like. And he's, like, dancing in the middle of a park. He's got, like, some, like, dark sunglasses on. He's like, yeah, party. He's wearing, like, a suit. You don't remember this? No. <clears throat> the shitty Zac Efron lookalike uh, dances with him for a little bit. And then they're like, uh, let's go buy some fucking deep-fried Snickers bar. And I remember that. <laughs> yeah. And then the other Zac Efron lookalike is like, no, it'll kill me. And the first one's like, no, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. Because lots of stuff about killing. Yeah. Because it's a movie about death. Death. Um, so they go there, and um, the first Zac Efron lookalike, the one who doesn't die in the roller coaster accident, so this will become a lot simpler. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember his name. I'm going to call him Mark. So cool. Mark photographs some girl's upskirt, and uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead explicitly refers to it as uh, Stacy's camel toe, which uh-huh. a little bit more graphic than I really want out of this movie. But hey, I'm not going to complain. Mean, if you yeah. show me some, you show me someone's head getting crushed between a couple of weights, and I'll kind of forgive some sins for you. Yeah. Um. God, I fucking love this movie so much. I know. This, so- I I don't think this movie is like explicitly very good, but there like there are very few horror movies that I like. I finished this movie and I'm like, man, I want to go back and watch it again. Yeah, this movie is good for what it is, and what it is, I mean, it's trying to be. It is exactly what it's trying to be, which is a fun, gory like death fest, and it's extremely yeah. fun. It's extremely gory, and it is a death fest. It is. Yeah, like, and there's a pretty good body count too. Like you got some, you got some very high deaths per minute. Like the the body count at the start of the movie. Like I don't know if the body count actually counts if they don't die in the roller coaster. Like do you double count Mary Elizabeth Winstead for dying in this movie because she dies three times in this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, excuse me. But, it, I mean, but we do see those death scenes, so I guess they count in some sort of way. However, yeah. you're defining it, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're so she he upskirts Stacy whatever's camel toe, and his girlfriend is like, "Oh Todd, oh Mark, oh Jimmy, oh that's so you cad." And then he goes up to the counter and she she talks to Mary Elizabeth and she's just like, "Yeah, I'm fucking I'm breaking up with this guy in like a couple of weeks." Yeah. <laughs> like after graduation, I'm just gonna fucking he's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because later in the movie, the the Mark is just like, oh. She died. I was going to propose to her. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, um, yeah, it, the, the irony is not lost on us. Um, so so everyone dies really gruesomely in the first, like... The first iteration. And then, and then uh, Wendy snaps out of it. She's like, ah, everyone's going to die! And then, like, they get into a fight. And um, the, big, the, big, the, the big dumb football man is... Um, he... God, he's got some, some really good lines in this movie, such as... Um, Someone says, fuck you to him. And he's like, fuck moi? <laughs> I know. I was like, it's good. No, it's good. Yeah. Um, I also think his death is one of my favorites. Um, Actually, his is low on the list for me. I, I don't know. It's just like the whole like tension building up to it. No, yeah. It's, it's very good. But just like the climax is like. Yeah. The climax is like not not ex- but yeah we'll get there. That um, potent death nut is not as exciting as it, as I'd like it to be. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, they escape and who's off the right? We got the two the two the ditzy girls. Um. Obviously, uh, Wendy, uh, Mark, 
Uh, Wendy's boyfriend and Mark's girlfriend do not make it off the ride and they die. And okay. funny enough, uh, Wendy's boyfriend's last words to her are, I'll see you on the other side. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, yeah. The, the two goth kids get off. Um, yeah. Ian and... I don't know. I don't know any of these people's names. <laughs> I don't know why I remember Ian. Um, Footballman gets off. Uh, Frankie Cheeks gets off. And I think that's it. Oh, yeah. There's a part in this movie where, like, where you're like, oh, God, they're going to kill some children because some kids get onto the ride before them. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, God, I know what's going to happen. These children are going to die. And then the kids get shoved off the ride. And I'm just like, my, my, my thought is just like, who, what production assistant brought their kids to the set that day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's a good, though. It's a good, like, like, fake out, I feel, you know? Yeah. So we they, we go to the first deaths, and it's one of the best. Uh, one of the scariest ways to die, but also just, like, one of the best. Mm-hmm. Because it's this really... I mean, it's, everything's a complex Rube Goldberg machine, obviously. But it terminates with the two ditzes getting stuck in... Uh, and I don't say ditzes is, like, a derogatory term. That's just, like, I'm sure that's what they were written as in the script, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, like, I that's mean, just what they th- are. their names are Ashley and Ashlyn. Yeah. They're, they're the archetypal, like, preppy girls, you know? Yeah. No, um, it's... Yeah. Um, and I've seen this movie a couple of times now, and I always forget that their tits are out in this scene. Oh, yeah. Because, like, they're just like, well, we got an R rating. Might as well fucking run with it. Yeah, exactly. And they get, they get trapped in a tanning bed, and they both burn up and die. Mm-hmm. And there's a really good scene of them, be, of, like, an overhead shot of them in the two tanning beds next to each other, and then it just immediately cuts to them, like, to, to two funeral caskets. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that, like, that kind of editing is, like, this is a good movie. Like, I saw that, and I was like, hey, this is a good movie. Yeah. Um, and then Ian goes on, like, some tirade about how it's, like, not fair that these young girls had to die while people are like, Osama Bin Laden are still kicking. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, not anymore, bitch. Yeah, air horn, air horn, air horn. Yeah. Um, um, and then Ian gets escorted out by Footballman and Mark. Um... So, <laughs> you think that Footballman's going to have, like, some, like, really depressed, like, some, be really depressed. And you're like, man, this sucks. And he's like, this is so boring. Hey, if I ever die, bring a PSP to my funeral. I mean, like, <clears throat> Footballman is basically just, like, dumb jock. Yeah. But it's, it's very good. He <laughs> this is in the height of PSP relevancy. Because this movie came out in 06. And when was the PSP released? Uh, man, the PSP was a console. It was a console. Man, um, they sure fucking... Yeah, that was released in the in the States in March of 2005. So, uh, brief aside, PSP had some fucking balls to call their... To call their... their to call their discs universal media discs. I assume they were not universal. They, they were... They were the least universal you could, thing you could possibly think of. They were, like... They were like a small disc. Like you remember, like when you would go to like Burger King or something, like the like the early two thousands, you'd get like a little like computer disc that would like fit in the middle of your computer tray. Yeah, like that's what was in there. But it was also encased in like a white cartridge, kind of shaped like a Pac Man ghost. Uh huh. So it's the worst part of a. It's got the storability of a cartridge and the fragility of a disc. <laughs> <laughs> the worst of both worlds. Like they could not. Here, I'm gonna make you a picture. <clears throat> Let's just, uh, I'm just going to, yeah, grab the image and link it in the Discord. This is going to go in the show notes. Look at this thing. Look at this thing. Yeah, that sucks. It's got a little hole for you, so you can definitely scratch it. Like, it's not impenetrable. Like, the plastic, it's not just impenetrable plastic. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Um, yeah. No, I had a PSP. I have a PSP, actually, still. I, the battery doesn't charge, but I still have it. Mm-hmm. That machine was awful. You know what I used that machine for? I, huh. sa- I saved porn on that machine. That's all that thing was for. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. I mean, the analog stick, like, snapped off of mine after I had it for a year, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so then, we get the first appearance of uh, that song by The Vogues. Mm-hmm. which I fucking love because they're in a car to drive through because they're like, man, we're having some death talk, some death thoughts. We're really scared about death. You want to get something from fucking McNaldo's? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, death talk makes you hungry. Yeah, I guess it's so. It's hard work. And they get trapped in the drive through 
Um, and then they they barely escape the car because Mark kicks out the front of the car, the the front glass, the windshield, and, the, and then their car gets smashed. And um, then Frankie Cheeks, who who is in the drive thru in front of them, uh, dies because his head gets shredded by a motor. Yeah, the the most hateable character, the least satisfying death. I don't know. His death was pretty satisfying. His brain did I mean, get shot. I chunked. feel like it'd be more satisfying if you knew who the fuck he was before he died. Yeah. Because, like, it's like, oh, this anonymous person died. Hey, that's weird that this totally unrelated anonymous person died. But then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this dude. And I was yeah. like, huh. Imagine if we knew that before he died. Yeah. I feel like his death would, I don't. I don't know. It's still, like, a cool scene because it's, like, it, there's a there lot of tension, you know? Walking behind you. Thanks. Turn around. Look at me. What if I just made that the intro and outro to our podcast this week? Um. Sued? We might get flagged. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Frankie Cheeks bites it, and then they were like, oh shit, the pictures that I took at the, the fucking fair that night, they're, premon- they're premonitory pictures, because we saw Fra- we see Frankie standing in front of a, a fan that's like right behind his head, and he's getting his head sliced up in the picture. Mm-hmm. And also, she took a picture of a thing that said "high dive," but one of the v, the V shorted out, so it said "high die." Mm-hmm. It was very cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's like a lot of like investigating photographs to see how people die. Um, is basically the general conceit of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the next death? Uh, the next death after Frankie Cheeks is. Is it Footballman? I can't remember. I think it's Footballman. Let me look. Let me look the, at the, uh, let me look at the, the list. the other two, one of them, yeah, no, no, it's definitely Footballman. Um, yep, Footballman. So, so... Um, and it's a really good scene because there's, like, all this tension building because you don't know where the death is going to come from because you see someone almost, like, electrify themselves by do- by dropping a boombox into a puddle of water. You see, like, a whole bunch of stuff happening. Um, there is a great scene where... Uh, <clears throat> The uh, the footballman shouts, "Death as a Bruins fan," and he's like, he's doing like one of those weightlift things where like you've got like the the um the not the assist. What's the opposite of assisted sit-ups? Like unassist, <laughs> you know, like where it's like you're doing a sit-up where it's but you got like extra weight on you. Yeah, I I don't know anything. He's doing it like the worst possible workout te- technique possible because you're just like slamming it, which is what you should not do with a workout at all. Yeah, he's in, he's out. Yeah, I mean, everyone in this room is fucking. Screaming, you yeah, know. Yeah, they're just shouting, "Fuck the Bruins!" And uh, footballman <laughs> does. My favorite shout- line of this entire scene is like someone screaming, "What the fuck is even a Bruin?" You know. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a good line. Uh, and then he's like, "Death is a Bruins fan," and then he's like, "Fuck death!" And then like some swords swing down, and somehow these model swords manage to cut the uh, cabling in a uh, on an exercise machine that were not shown to be frayed or anything. Otherwise, they just like cut straight through. Yeah, I mean, like, I think we mentioned this, like, a couple episodes ago. Yeah, but it's, like, still wild because the idea of just, like, I know this, I know, listen, I know, but also, like, everything else in the, that happens in this movie seems to, like, work with physics for the most part. Yeah. But, like, this is just, like, hey, model sword, sharp enough, wh- and I honestly don't think if you dropped, like, an act, if you just, like, dropped an actual sword on top of, like, fully tense, like, machinery cabling... It would well actually no because it, it wasn't tensed at the time it was loose like yeah. that would be even harder to cut and yeah it just, fucking, it just fucking snips both of them they're and not even, like, they're like not weighty enough you know no they they're not and then he does one last rep and the weights swing down and smash his head yeah um like like a fresh watermelon oh they Gallagher the shit out of that melon yeah <laughs> um so Ugh. uh. So they're do- so the next death is um, they're trying to hunt down the next two in line who work at a um, fucking hardware store, mm-hmm. um, and they're like they totally don't believe anything they say because they sound fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, and then they try and save Ian's life a couple of times, and Ian's like, "What the fuck are you idiots doing?" You know, we talked about how stupid the last death was. I feel this one is extra stupid because it is so easily preventable. Yeah. Um, he's on a forklift or something, or something's on a forklift, and it's, like, squishing all these, like, like windshield wiper fluid. 
it's it's it is very far. It is very much the most Rube Goldberg that, that any of the deaths and possibly this franchise actually get to. Yeah, it's 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 there's just so much happening, <laughs> and it's like just a disaster. And I was like watching it, and I'm like, this is like an OSHA nightmare, you know? Yeah, it reminds me of um. Hold on, I gotta make sure that I got the name the name of this thing right. Uh, oh, what the fuck is it? Is it the way things go? There's like this classic. There's like this. I remember when I went to um uh the not Museum of Modern Art. That's in New York City. Like the there's a Museum of Modern Art in Washington that I can't remember the name of. Uh huh. But it was like there was like uh this this like thirty minute long Rube Goldberg thing mm-hmm. that was called like the way things go or something. Yeah. And that's that's what that is. I see. I see. I see. I, I had that DVD. I don't know where it is. I wish I still nice. had that DVD. Yeah, I think it was called The Way Things Go. Solid. Yeah. We're learning about art. Yeah. I would we say are. Final Destination 3 is art. Would you? That's I mean, I'm not going to back up or support that claim at all, but I'm going to say it and I'm going to stand by it. Yeah. Yeah, it's called The Way Things Go. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh what's next? Um, oh yeah, so she just gets a bunch of, like, like, she gets a fucking nail gun to the Wait, face. Wait, hold on. I just found out that Mary Elizabeth Winston has a music career. Yeah? Uh, she created a, du- a, a music duo with, uh, Dan the Automator. Uh-huh. Formed in 2012. Uh-huh. Uh, and their first studio album was released in 2014, and it was called I Love You, But I Must Drive Off This Cliff Now. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that rules. It's really good, and also I am so here for the look she's throwing out on the on the album cover for this. Oh, send oh, it. Let me send it to you. It's so fucking good. Oh, it's good. I know. Dude, she... that like fur lined coat. Yeah, no, it's really good. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is really pretty. Yeah. Down the automator just kind of looks like Pitbull with hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, next, uh, death is goth girl, like, eats a bunch of fucking nails to the back of the head. Uh-huh. But they save Ian, so they skip him in death's plan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, she, 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 uh, Ian, Ian survives, and he thinks that he's beaten death, and he's beaten the fucking game, and he's, like, he passed go, he, co- he collected $200. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, oh yeah, so, we also found out earlier that um, in I don't remember if this was true in Final Destination Two, but in this one, the uh, protagonists are aware of what happened to the people to the survivors of Flight One Hundred and Eighty and the Route Whatever accident. I mean, I think I mean it was true in Four. So was it? Yeah, it was true in Four. Yeah, it was true um, in Four. Po- so interesting thing that's pointed out in this: uh, uh, Final Destination Two, Final Destination Two happened before Final Destination One. Did it? That's so. Yeah. Did I mean, it. the timelines in this the timelines in this movie are all super fucky, as shown by the end of the fifth one. You know, I don't think I've seen the second one. It's the one with the the freeway accident. Uh huh. No, I don't think I've seen it. Uh, so we go to another part where uh, a very small, a, a very weak knife cuts a very strong thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they go back to the county fair and they're like, "Well, this is where the climactic event's going to happen." Yeah. And oh, 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 oh. Because, 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 because. Um, she was looking at the photographs and she saw her sister, her sister's arm with the ch- the charm bracelet. So she's yeah. like, "Oh fuck, she was on that roller coaster too." I don't know how I didn't realize my sister was there on the roller coaster. Hold on a second. Sorry, keep interrupting. But the um footballman, the actor who plays him, has the best name I've ever heard in my life. Uh huh. Best name I've ever heard in my fucking life. Uh huh. Texas. Battle. That's extremely good. Hey, that's like that's the name of my um, protagonist in my cyberpunk tabletop game. Texas Battle. <laughs> I, yeah. feel like that, I feel like that's a thing from like Counterweight. <laughs> Texas Battle, exactly. Like, what's the um, what are those what are those things that like the there's like some mech shit in in Counterweight, right? I don't know. It's been so long since I've listened to Counterweight. And anyways, oh. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, uh, so Julie gets caught up by the neck, by, like, something that's trailing behind a horse, like a rope, like a really thick rope. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about the rope that would be, like, hung from your gym ceiling and you'd have to climb up it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah, she gets hung around that, and she almost gets dragged straight into like uh, fucking a harrow, according to Wikipedia. Which is yep, that's a harrow. Okay. Oh, one of those things that like till ground. A wheat thresher. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she almost does. She almost dies, but then Kevin, with his like fucking pocket knife, manages to dive forward, slice that thick ass rope with one swoop. I mean, adrenaline makes you do crazy shit. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's final destination logic, you know. I know. I Metal know. wires are made so. out of nothing. Rope, rope is made out of nothing. Yeah. Um, humans are just bags of flesh. Yep. But it saves her. And then they're like, who's next on the list? Who's next on the list? And then, because Julie had someone sitting, Julie was the sister, and she had someone sitting next to her, and who we don't, who we have not met in this entire movie. And then that person, someone stands up, like, they're like, who's on the list? And then, like, Julie's friend stands up, and then she gets impaled by something that, some she gets impaled somehow by a big spike. Uh-huh. And then she's like, well, that answered that question. Mm-hmm. And so then they're like, oh shit, Ian causes Wendy's death. And then Ian shows up and he's like being all weird. He's like, I cheated death. I won. And then a bunch of fireworks go off behind them and they like, everyone hits the deck except for Ian because he's like, I can't die. So they hit a cherry picker behind him and then the cherry picker collapses and crushes Ian and the other uh, uh, fucking Wendy, Mark, and the sister survive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's a happy ending. And then we flash forward like what, six months later? Roughly. I think she's, like, in New York, I think. Well, she yeah. can't be. Because someone else is, like, talking about the Bruins, which is a local team. I don't know. Whatever. Um, she, But she's in the subway. Um, and I've actually well, I talked... Mean, wait, what do you mean they're a local team? Bruins is a hockey team. Is it? Yeah. Like, they're, they're not talking about the... I'm pretty sure... Let me look. Um... Because they're the rival Fox. team of the footballmen. Yeah, but like, the well, the the footballmen also hate. Uh, apparently, footballmen hates the Broncos as well, which is a real football team. Uh huh. Oh, a Bruin is a bear. Yeah, but is it? But is it a? Is it a sports team? Uh, are we talking like NFL? Or are we talking like college league? Any sports team. I mean, there's a couple of college teams that have Bruins. Yeah, I guess. But like I, what I was assuming place. it was just a made-up team for the movie. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, they're in New York, I'm assuming, because it's on a subway system. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it looks very New York. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, she has another premonition. Well, she heard, here's the, like, the death song. There is someone um, walking behind you. Yes, that, that, that Turn one. Turn around, look um, at me. <laughs> She has um, someone uh watching your footsteps. Turn around, look at me. (laughs) It's like ghostly. It's eerie. There is someone. We can't. Walking behind you. We can't. This is is nega ASMR. (laughs) No, yeah, exactly. It's my anti trigger. This is DVNO. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the. Opposite of ASMR? I I think so. That's that's uh, that's my justice joke of the day. Okay. ASMR for capital letters. <laughs> Thanks. No Thanks. problem. Thanks. Um, Got you. So so yeah, she has a premonition about like death on the the subway. Yeah, which... because because death managed to ro- managed to corral all of them into the same place. The and everyone who survived the train accident or everyone who survived the roller coaster accident. So, Wendy, her sister, and Mark show up on the train together, and they're like, wait, what? oh shit, we're doomed. Mm-hmm. And, the tr- and then the train crashes, and then she she wakes up from her premonition, and she's like, oh shit, we gotta stop the train. And then the screen goes black as we hear the train crash again. And that's the final destination. And then it plays um, Love Train, right? Uh, well, they do play that at some point in the movie. I don't think they played it at the credits. They no, they absolutely play Love Train at the credits. Um, yeah. I didn't watch the credits all the way through, so I don't know. Um... <sighs> So, as someone who has, like, visited New York and knows people who live in New York, the whole thing is, like, triggered by, like, someone throwing garbage on the tracks. Um, Well, a rat dies, and it causes the tracks to fail their switch. Yeah. And if that was all it took for subways to fail... Subways um, would just be... We would just be, like, nonstop crashes. We would just not use subways, but they're, like, built better than that. And they have been for a while. (laughs) 
Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna append my for previous statement and say this is the stupidest death. <laughs> um, but I but I I know Final Destination works in a, exists in a world where things just don't work good. Yeah. Things are just built to be broken. Yeah. But yeah, the the end credits are by uh, Kenny Gamble. Mm-hmm. Kenny Gamble's Love Train. Yes. Oh wait, that's uh, that's the OJ's. My my mistake. That's just Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff of the OJ's Love Train. Love Train. Okay, so you are getting into uh fucking ratings. Reviews. We rate ratings. the movie. Um, so zero zero to five. What? Zero to five. Zero to five, fuck you, Ben Franklin's. Best line in the movie. Yeah, yeah we, we skipped didn't over even it, talk but... about fuck you, Ben Franklin. Best <clears throat> line in the movie. Um, you know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be brave and give this one, like for what it's trying to be and what it is. I'm gonna give this a five out of five. Fuck yeah, you, no, I love this movie. I, I fucking love this movie. This movie, you knock back a couple of beers, hang out with friends, watch this movie. It's awesome. It's so much fun. Basically, any Final Destination. Yeah, you know? but I think this one's the best one for it. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Solid. So we so we 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 agree. Good. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. So um, we got questions. Oh, uh, okay. A question from friend of the show Ava underscore Ursa, who says, "Last time you talked about Final Destination, I listened to it while riding my mo- motorcycle home from work behind a flatbed tow truck." The bed was perfectly eye-level, and I was convinced that if I was in a Final Destination movie, my brakes would have failed and it would ruin me. I need to curse other people with these thoughts, so now, how, so now, so how would you die in a Final Destination movie in your day-to-day lives? So I've been thinking about this question um, for a while since I, see, since I saw it pop up in our notifications feed. Um, um, and I'm going to say... This, this is going to be a cross-podcast reference? Yeah? So you need to go listen to, uh, you need to, go listen to the Wonder Yerks to get this joke? Uh-huh. I, would, I would die from doing a backflip. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's see. I would probably die from, like, falling backwards off a step stool because I have no sense of balance. And I'm extremely yeah. short, so I need to use them a lot. Yeah, um, no, that's fair. I have no sense of balance as well, so I'd probably, like, fall down some stairs. Yeah. While drunk. No, and I, like, I, I, I stock the cooler a lot in my job. Mm-hmm. And basically, at least... Twice every shift, I almost fall off the step stools backwards. <laughs> so, um, if I lived in the the Final Destination universe, it would only happen once, and I would no longer be recording this podcast. Yeah, we would miss you, Blair. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, that's all our questions for this week. So, wow, we finished this kind of early. Well, we have to get into recommendations. Yeah, I know, but like that's not going to take us to the hour mark. That's true. Um, so besides going, besides the Wonder Geeks, what are you, what are you recommending this week? Um, so I'm going to recommend what I didn't get to recommend last week because the podcast got munchied. Um, uh, I watched The Love Witch. It's a, it's a 2016 movie in the style of 60s movies. Um, it's about, um, putting love spells on men and being bored with them when they fall in love with you. (laughs) Um... And it's good. It looks... It, the aesthetics are dope as hell. It's a fun fucking movie. Um, yeah, you should watch it. That's uh, I'm, I'm going to do a quick browse through my Netflix watch history because I can't think of a movie that I've watched ever. Ever? No, I've never... Blair, I've never seen a movie. That That's... Okay. <laughs> uh, shit. Fuck and hell. Um... I'm going to go ahead and recommend... Yeah, I can't find anything. So my recommendation this week is going to be um, YouTuber H-Bomber Guy's most recent video essay about why Sherlock is a terrible television show. It's so good. It's really good. I mean, all of all of H-Bomber Guy's um, video essays are really, really good. And even though I don't agree with him on all of his points, like his Dark Souls 2 video, I disagree with I disagree with him, but I understand where he's coming from and the points that he is making. Mm-hmm. I think he's a very well-spoken kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's very persuasive, too. Yeah. <laughs> and he's funny as shit. No, yeah. No, it's good. If they're well-researched. They're very funny. Um, it Smart- is... It is nearly two hours long. Yeah, but, like, if I recommended the movie, it'd be about as long. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Okay. 
so anything else we ought to do? No. Um, well, I mean, so so as we've mentioned, um, we did. I mean, the episode is already out now, but um, we recorded uh, the first episode of the Wonder Yorks, which is going to be a bi-monthly. Yep. Podcast well, bi-monthly or every two weeks, whatever happens first. I, that's bi-monthly, right? Sometimes it, it. Sometimes it's not. Okay, but every other week, I guess. Um, podcasts where we talk about animorphs and yep, we read we, animorphs, we, and then we yep. talk about it. It's like this, a book club. Yep, for we your put ears. up. We put up the most recent. We put up the first episode, the pilot, on Friday. It's in a separate feed. Uh, Wonder Year should be up on. By the time this episode goes live, it should be up on like Google Play, uh, iTunes, all that good, good. Everywhere where you like to w- listen to podcasts. Yep, uh, Stitcher. Um, so if you want to listen to that, I really highly recommend it. I think it's abs. I-, I honestly think it's like like I don't want to say it's better than this podcast, but it's it's Only really time will fucking tell, good. You know, like I-, I I think it's I think it's very good. And it's I think gonna it's be very fun. It's gonna be a fun time. Um, yeah. So just find find down. Legally buy the Animorphs books off of Amazon. Yes, um, which we absolutely did. We both bought we, the box we absolutely set. did that. Um, um, strap in, uh, read a book with us. Two books a month, probably. They're, they're um, like a hundred pages. Come on. Yeah, um, and then just uh, enjoy enjoy the uh, enjoy the podcast. It's like a little summer reading, except it's going to be longer than just the summer because there's a lot of books. Yep, two um, years at least. Yeah, and then the movie, and then the TV shows. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. All right. Um, um, so you can find us, the general us, which is to say podcast stuff. You can find us uh, fearbaiting, fearbaiting on Tumblr. Fearbaiting.tumblr.com, at fearbaiting on Twitter, fearbaiting at gmail.com. We also have a separate Twitter for our year, our, our Wonder Yerks, which is at the Wonder Yerks. Um, uh, our Patreon, of course. Uh, of course, these podcasts are going to keep going no matter what, no matter if you give us any money or not. Just if you want to toss a couple of bones our way, we'd appreciate it, you know. One, just one dollar a month gets you a bunch of privileges, like a, um, early access to the episodes, and um, ability uh, to vote. On. Vote, yep. And then the higher levels get you more shit. And um, yeah, and uh, oh yeah, patreoncom reading. Um, we can cut out this little silence while I pull up the Patreon, but I do want to, since we didn't do it last episode, I want to thank the patrons specifically. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, um, I know who they are. Uh, do you have them pulled up? Because I know there's, like, a list of them. I'm just going to have them up. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, we also want to thank our $5 and above patrons. Um, specifically, uh, Seda, Paul Betchel, Michael Kaiser, Alec, Ann Graves, and Eva. Thank you all so much for budging yeah. money guys. and helping us stay thank, afloat. Thank you so much for giving us your money. I, yeah. I, we, I, I, yeah, we really, we just can't say it enough. Like, I was going to say some dumb joke about probably not a good idea, but like, we just, we just appreciate it so much. Yeah, it's, it's, it rules. It's so cool. Um, yeah, so thank you so much. Um, if you want to find me specifically on the internets, you can at Blair Kitsch on Twitter or bramblefelt.tumblr.com and if you want to find Tumblr. me uh, at Chie Shadownaka on Twitter or chiesatonakas.tumblr.com Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so yeah, and uh, we'll thank be you for we'll be back us. next week with a uh, special guest, uh, returning guest Alec, to talk about the movie quotes around that Alan Resnick project. This house has people in it. Yeah, very exciting, very exciting. And I'm going to try um, and get the so... habit of like giving the preview of what's up next <laughs> from now on. Uh, so, so until next time, I'm Luna. I'm Blair. And remember, you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone. <laughs>